Chapter 4 Lay a strong foundation of faith and believe in God's righteousness from the heart. Hebrews chapter 6 verses 1 through 8 Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. And this we will do if God permits. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, if they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. For the earth which drinks in the rain that often comes upon it and bears herbs useful for those by whom it is cultivated, receives blessings from God, but if it bears thorns and briars, it is rejected and near to being cursed, whose end is to be burned. Chapter 6 of the book of Hebrews admonishes people who believe in the righteousness of Jesus, but yet find themselves in a heap of trouble. Chapter 1 of this book addresses the superiority of Jesus to angels as the creator of the universe. Chapter 2 through chapter 5 tells us that Jesus Christ is the high priest in the New Testament. In chapter 6, the author tries to boost the faith of those who have fallen away, readdressing the fact that Jesus is the high priest from heaven and that Jesus Christ is the Savior and our high priest, who took away the sins of every person by his baptism, his death on the cross, and him being risen again from the dead. That is how our Lord removed all the sins away from his people. Even now there is enough evidence that the Lord saved all those who believe in the gospel of the water and the Spirit once and for all. The author of the book of Hebrews specially wrote those letters to the saints who weren't making any spiritual progress. The Israelites had depended on high priests as their leaders until Jesus Christ came by water and the Spirit. High priests were offering sacrifices for atonement of sins once every year until Jesus came to this world. They also taught the people of Israel in everything and guided them to God. But now the people were becoming restless because they did not have their high priest. Originally, the people of Israel used to offer sacrifice for atonement of sins on July 10th every year. They believed that they could receive remission of sins when the high priest offered the sacrifice for atonement of sins. In other words, high priests in the Old Testament were indispensable spiritual leaders to the people of Israel. In fact, there were many teachers of the law in Israel, that was a sign that the people of Israel wanted to be guided by Jehovah God and the high priest, and that they entrusted themselves to God. People with such spiritual dependence could not help feeling anxious about not having a high priest. To them, a high priest was a very important leader that they could not live without. For this reason, the author of this book tried to interlink their foundational faith to the work of Jesus in the days of the New Testament. He wanted to encourage their faith to level up to the faith in Jesus Christ. The servant of God wrote the book of Hebrews to the early Christian church to strengthen their spirits by reminding them of what Jesus did as the high priest. By doing it in this way, these people could have understood the ministry of Jesus as the heavenly high priest. Jesus Christ, who became the sacrifice to cleanse all men from their sins, 
carried out the mission as the high priest. His work as high priest perfected the salvation that he had accomplished through the gospel of the water and the spirit for all of humankind. The Lord is the everlasting high priest of heaven. In order to lead us to heaven, he paid the penalty for sins, not to mention that he at first took away all the sins of the men through the baptism he received from John the Baptist. Thanks to him, those who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit can now enter the kingdom of heaven. The gospel of the water and the spirit testifies that Jesus Christ is the high priest in heaven. Is there any reason for us to believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit? Must we believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit from our hearts? Won't there be salvation if we don't believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit? Whether we believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit or not is really up to us, but ultimately, we must receive salvation by having genuine faith. We know that God blesses us for our genuine faith. If you haven't put your faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit yet, you should do so and receive greater blessings. In this vein, today's message is a continuation of yesterday's message in a way. By now you should have understood and believed the foundational faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. Hebrews chapter 6 verses 1 through 2. What is the reason the author of this book tells us this? Through the gospel of the water and the spirit, we should be able to tell what the true foundation of salvation is. By faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit, we should cleanse our hearts and please God who granted us salvation. To do so, we should lead a proper life of faith before God by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. As for us, we who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, Seeking God's help is doing the work of priests on the earth. Our mission as priests is to lead people to hear the gospel of the water and the spirit and to receive salvation. We should pray for this mission. Such prayer comes only from faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit. We should all go on to perfection by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. That is the prerequisite for doing the good work of God. As priests, we can come to God by faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Thus far, you have been listening to messages about the gospel of the water and the spirit, but from now on, you should think about why we should be putting our faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit. You should also ask yourself a question whether you truly believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit properly. We have been told that the sins in our hearts were all solved away by the gospel truth in the water and the spirit. The Lord tells us to lay the foundation of salvation by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit in order to lead the life of faith. Today's scripture passage tells us to leave the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ. To do so, we should have the right knowledge and faith regarding the righteousness of Jesus Christ. This is the only way we can stand on a rock-solid faith and lead a life of faith. The faith, as solid as a rock, is to let people know the gospel of the water and the spirit, which brings them salvation from all their sins. The Lord tells us not to go back to imperfection after we have laid our foundation for salvation through the baptism and the blood of Jesus Christ. 
Even when we believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, we should check the state of our hearts whether there is any sin in our hearts. To do so, we should deeply meditate on the gospel of the water and the spirit. Within the gospel of the water and the spirit, you should be able to check for yourself whether or not you have received the remission of all sins, whether or not you received salvation from all your sins. If you truly believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit from your heart, you are considered to have received the remission of all sins. The word of God also tells us to stand firm by faith in his word which we have seen with our eyes. God tells us to lead a life of unwavering faith. In other words, you should not doubt your faith that you received salvation by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Are you leading your life of faith on a firm foundation of the gospel of the water and the spirit? Now your life of faith should be as solid as a rock by leaning on the righteousness of the Lord who protects your faith. The Lord tells us, we who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, to come to God by perfect faith. Those who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit must live out such unwavering faith from now on. The righteous should live by faith, believing in God's righteousness. In other words, the righteous should strongly believe in the truth of salvation, which is the gospel of the water and the spirit. Our God self-existed before we came into being in this world. Since God lives forever, we can exist also. Every creature exists through Jesus Christ. Everything that our eyes can see witnesses the existence of God. We can't see God with our physical eyes, but we can't deny his existence as we can't deny the existence of air. However, his existence is not hard to prove if we really try. The author of the book of Hebrews said, And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 Many kings in history tried to live a long life, but how many kings actually achieved this? Even the first emperor, Qin Shi Huangti, known as the founder of the Qin Dynasty, a powerful feudal state in northwest China, desperately sought the elixir of life which would supposedly allow him to live forever, but he couldn't avoid death. No one can disagree that everyone who is born dies according to God. This is what God has decided for man. We should also understand that, but after this the judgment was also decided by God. All life comes from the word of the Lord and everything is done according to his word. The purpose of being born on this earth is to become children of God by receiving the remission of sins through faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit. It is also for us to have eternal life in the kingdom of the Lord. Knowing and believing the righteousness of the Lord Everyone should become children of God by receiving the remission of sins once and for all. In order for us who were born to this world as sinners to enjoy all the blessings from God, we will have to be born again as the righteous. We can receive God's blessings by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit and getting our sins washed away. You were born to be loved. Just as the title of this gospel song says, we were born to be loved and we are supposed to enjoy God's blessings by faith by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. However, we cannot be blessed by God unless we put our faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Some people don't think they need God's blessings and do not believe in the gospel truth in the water and the spirit. For such people, only curses from God lay ahead of them. 
Who can live a blessed life without believing in the gospel truth of the water and the spirit? Everyone seeks God when they are in trouble. It is still wise for them to put their faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit in the times of trouble. On the other hand, those who refuse to believe in God and his righteousness are still in the dark. Those who are self-conceited are still unenlightened. God has given everyone wisdom and knowledge. You should know that other people are as knowledgeable as you are. For this reason, we should learn from God's word. We send our sermon books on the gospel of the water and the spirit all over the world in order to deliver people from their sins. The righteous want unsaved people to receive salvation from sins. I wish to impart the knowledge of the gospel of the water and the spirit and the proper faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit to everyone. That is why we share the gospel of the water and the spirit with the world, and the gospel is now being spread to the whole world. Through our books on the gospel of the water and the spirit, people in the world are now learning the gospel for the first time and are putting their faith in this true salvation. Isn't this true or not? Therefore, you shouldn't make any premature judgment on whether or not God exists. Such judgment is wrong. God is living and he lives forever. In order to possess true faith, we should strive to know God who is living. Then we can possess more genuine faith. When people hear thunder, some may wonder if it is a sign of God's anger. This is a simple example that shows clearly that humans are created by God. Anyone who wonders if God reveals his anger through thunder is considered to be wise. God reveals himself in nature, and even in people's hardships, he presents himself. Many people come to the Savior after a series of afflictions. Nevertheless, many people are still ignorant of this truth of salvation. We should live by faith that God is alive. If God exists, why does it seem that wicked people are prospering in the world? Why did God bring me out of this world? Where am I heading? What am I supposed to become? Where is the truth for salvation? We should ask ourselves these questions and find the answers in Jesus Christ, who came by the gospel of the water and the spirit. Then how can we meet God? First of all, we should know that the Lord remits our sins away as recorded in the word of God. Then we can meet God by faith, believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. To do so, you should acknowledge that you are a sinner. We can be sure of the remission of sins through the gospel of the water and the spirit from God, just as we can be sure of God's existence through the universe. We should remember that the word of God in the Bible was spoken to God's servants and thus kept by them. And you and I have become believers of the gospel of the water and the spirit through this word of God. The word of God also tells us that we are related to God and that God himself received baptism from John the Baptist, shed his blood, and died to take our sins away. As such, the recorded word of God teaches us properly that God granted us salvation. From the word of God, we can understand the true love of God and the remission of sins through the gospel of the water and the spirit. The word of God in the Bible is for you and me. God is the one who holds the Bible together and gives us access to it. Towards our God, we should be fearful. We should admire his mightiness, trust his love and righteousness, and depend on him. 
Believing in the water and the Spirit is the foundation of faith we should lay before God. God teaches us to be fearful of Him through His Word and leads us to think like this. Yes, we are created by God. The Son of God delivered us from all our sins as the Savior. The Word of God makes us realize His purpose for saving us through the gospel of the water and the Spirit. God had purpose for creating us. His purpose was to send us to heaven for believing in the gospel of the water and the Spirit. For that reason, God made people insufficient so that they can be born again. God lets us come to the realization that He sent His Son to be baptized by John the Baptist to shed His lifeblood on the cross in order to adopt us as His children. Now all people can receive the remission of sins through the gospel of the water and the Spirit. Everyone should return to God by believing in the gospel of the water and the Spirit. God has already removed all our sins and is now waiting for us to turn to Him. As soon as we put our faith in the gospel of the water and the Spirit, God will declare us His children. We should receive the remission of sins and give glory to God by believing in the righteous work that God has done. This is building the foundation of faith. This is the foundational faith for Christians. Verse 2 says, Of the doctrine of baptisms, of the laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. Why does verse 2 mention baptisms? We all know that the Lord was baptized by John the Baptist to take away the sins of the world. The Lord indeed received baptism from John the Baptist to take away the sins in this world. It was one of the most righteous things that the Lord did to take away our sins once and for all. It was righteous that the Lord received the baptism from John the Baptist to permanently take away sins that we commit in our body and mind from our childhood to our very old age. To take away our sins and the sins of the world all at once, the Lord received baptism from John the Baptist. Should we understand what Jesus fulfilled by receiving John's baptism? The baptism that the Lord received from John the Baptist was the right thing for him to do in order to take our sins away and wash our sinful hearts absolutely clean, once and for all. Then he died on the cross and paid the penalty for all our sins. The Lord has, through this, become the true Savior to those of us who believe in the gospel of the water and the Spirit. How about those who do not believe in the gospel of the water and the Spirit? Should they receive the remission of sins by believing in the righteousness of the Lord? Yes, they should without fail. As soon as we believe in the righteousness of God and receive the remission of sins, we become qualified to do the work of God. Receiving the remission of sins is the requirement for doing God's work. It is sinning against God's will to distrust the righteousness of Jesus when in fact the Lord took away our sins by receiving baptism and taking penalty for our sins. The gospel of the water and the Spirit is the representation of the righteous work that the Lord achieved because of His love for us. Therefore, we can be saved from all sins once we understand and believe in the gospel of the water and the Spirit. We receive salvation once and for all by believing in the gospel of the water and the Spirit. In this vein, those who believe in the gospel of the water and the Spirit are considered to have been saved from all sins already. We should, therefore, keep in mind that the baptism Jesus received from John the Baptist was to take away the sins of all men because we still commit sins on the earth.
then why is it so hard for us who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit to follow the Lord? Why is it so? It is because we have many weaknesses. We humans have emotions. Many people are led by their emotions rather than their intelligence. Human beings often do things according to how we feel instead of what we know. When problems arise due to the emotional conflicts going on inside, such problems are hard to solve. Why is this so? It is because the problem is a battle between emotions. People know they should set aside their emotions, but it is not that easy. Therefore, we should be thankful that Jesus received the baptism from John the Baptist to take such sins away. Jesus took away all sins through the baptism he received from John, then died on the cross and rose again to bring us salvation. Not only did he save all the believers of the gospel of the water and the spirit from all sins, he also regenerated our lives that were lost due to our sins. When the Lord was baptized by John the Baptist, all of our sins were put on Jesus, and when Jesus died on the cross, our sins died with him. We should believe in this truth. Because the Lord took away all these sins through his baptism, the verse mentions baptisms. Therefore, the Lord tells us to believe in the gospel of the water and the Spirit, which is the firm guideline for us to take in by following the Lord. The word of God in the water and the Spirit is the absolute truth for salvation, but it is more highly recommended for us to always be meditating on the gospel of the water and the Spirit when we follow the Lord's will. For this reason, we should believe in the truth, the righteousness of the Lord, as we lead our life of faith. We should keep reminding ourselves of the foundation of our faith in Jesus' baptism and his blood on the cross. It is because we are all weak in many ways, although we know it is right to follow the Lord's will. In what way are we weak? We are vulnerable and get entangled in our emotions, rather than to live by faith. Our emotions are so attached to us, and without having the faith that we died with the Lord on the cross by believing in His righteousness, it is almost impossible to be free from our emotions. Thankfully, we can overcome our emotions by faith in the righteousness of Jesus Christ. We have already won the victory by believing in God's righteousness. We were baptized in Christ, and we died and rose again in Him. When John the Baptist baptized Jesus, the Lord took our sins unto Himself. Our sins were indeed all taken away. We know and believe in the gospel of the water and the Spirit. Our faith is believing that Jesus took away our sins through his baptism from John the Baptist and paid the penalty on the cross. If we truly believe in this gospel truth of the water and the Spirit, we are victors. You and I died and rose again from the dead because Jesus was baptized and was crucified. Therefore, we should believe in the gospel of the water and the Spirit. The gospel of the water and the spirit is the truth that saved us from all our sins. Then would it be okay if your old selves were still alive due to the lack of faith? Our old selves died with Christ and came back to life with Christ. As far as we know, the law of sin means death to all sinners. If we are living by faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit, it is right to believe our old selves are now dead. Therefore, it is impossible to kill our emotions and our old selves without the faith that truly believes in the gospel of the water and the spirit. As a matter of fact, 
The Lord took care of all the sins of our old selves through the baptism he received from John the Baptist. The Lord did the righteous work by receiving the baptism from John and then shed his lifeblood to save us completely. When we trust in the righteousness of Jesus like this, we can also entrust our emotions to the Lord. We can then overcome our emotional outbursts by wholeheartedly believing in the righteousness of the Lord. We can't follow the Lord unless we overcome our evil emotions. No one can live up to the righteousness of the Lord without abandoning their personal emotional baggage. For an example, we can't take away affection between parents and their children. How can we get rid of such strong attachment between grandparents and their precious grandchildren? We can't. However, we can overcome our emotions by truly believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit. In fact, people cannot follow the Lord properly because they cannot give up their emotions. Although we should deny ourselves, many people fail to do so. For this reason, what the righteous really need is to have the true faith that indeed believes in the gospel of the water and the spirit, and that we have actually died and now live in Christ and him in us. The faith that we need to deny ourselves is the kind of faith that we have actually died and now live with Jesus Christ. If you think more carefully here, you can understand why we should have faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Can anyone lead their children to live a successful life? If you think carefully, you will find out that is not the case. When we take a look at the education systems of this world, we can conclude that these humanistic education systems are in fact ruining our children. Dear fellow saints, we should look at the world with this kind of faith that believes in the gospel of the water and the spirit and live a victorious life. Dear fellow saints, sometimes even we who have become the righteous fail in leading this kind of faith because we can't give up our emotions. But the Lord tells us, despite this, to trust in Him and follow His will. The righteous should follow the Lord's will, but our emotions get in the way. Does that make any sense to you? In the days of the Old Testament, there was a time when the Israelites were defeated by the Philistines. As a result of this, the Ark of God was captured by them. But the Ark of God brought calamity upon the Philistines. Uzzah was killed for holding on to the Ark of God for the oxen had stumbled while the ark was being carried to David's palace from Abinadab's house. What was the reason for this? The ark of God was supposed to be held by any human. The method of carrying it was totally wrong. The ark had to be carried on the shoulders of the Levites. However, they tried to move the ark on a simple ox-driven cart. Just by looking at the way they moved the ark, we can learn many things. The cart was pulled by oxen. The oxen went all the way to the designated place as directed by God. When the oxen finished the job, they were killed for sacrifice. You and I are the same as these oxen. If we want to follow the Lord's will, we should give up our emotions and follow the Lord by faith in the righteousness of God. Unless we die with Christ by believing in the Lord's righteousness, we can never follow the Lord. We cannot follow the Lord without denying ourselves. When we who have become God's children by believing in His righteousness follow Him, God approves our lives of faith and takes joy in us. It is because we are delivering many people from sins by trusting in and following the righteousness of the Lord. 
This is why the Lord tells us to follow him. He does not give orders with no reasons. Nevertheless, there are times when we cannot trust God's word and cannot deny ourselves. Why is that so? It is because we can't wholly lean on the righteousness of the Lord. That is why the author of the book of Hebrews said, Let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God of the doctrine of baptisms, of laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. Hebrews chapter 6 verses 1 through 2 Dear fellow saints, from now on we should lead our lives of faith before God, knowing the reason for his admonition. Through today's scripture passage, the Lord tells us to lead a life of faith in his righteousness. I feel deeply sorrowful whenever I come across the righteous who do not follow the will of God. We who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit as the truth for salvation died and now live with Jesus Christ. We can live by faith by believing in the righteousness of God. If we wholly lean on the righteousness of the Lord, we can entrust God with everything, our whole lives, and go on to perfection. One thing that's for certain is that we can abide by the will of God by having faith in His righteousness. Our reality may be tough going, but we can nevertheless live a victorious life by having faith in God's righteousness. What is tying you down? It's our emotions and sins that are entangling our lives. Do you agree or disagree? As for us who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, we died and came back to life with Jesus Christ. We can now lead a life of faith because we received this new life from God. This is how we can lead a life of faith for decades. We need the righteousness of God until the day we enter the kingdom of the Lord. Our faith is set in the baptism that Jesus received from John the Baptist and the blood he shed on the cross. This truth believes in the laying on of hands, of resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment, and our belongingness to the righteousness of Jesus Christ. The author of the book of Hebrews gives a detailed account on baptisms, laying on of hands, and resurrection, strictly within the framework of the gospel of the water and the spirit. You may know the role of the laying on of hands in the days of the Old Testament. During those days, sinners had to lay their hands on their animal sacrifices to pass their sins onto them. They had to pass their sins to these animals by the laying on of hands before they could offer sacrifices for atoning their sins as the scripture says. In other words, laying on of hands in the Old Testament was related to the passing the sins of the sinner to these animal sacrifices. Laying on of hands was the way God intended it to be, and we cannot disobey Him. This is a sign of our subjection to God's authority. Submitting to God's authority is what the righteous people should be doing. It has a definite relationship between submitting to the authority of God and our remission of sins. And our God tells us to believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Are you convinced by the gospel of the water and the spirit that the Lord is your Savior? The gospel of the water and the spirit testifies that Jesus is our Savior. If the Lord hadn't taken away the sins of the world, He couldn't have become our Savior even if we believed in Him as the Savior. But the undeniable fact is, our Lord indeed took away the sins of the world by receiving baptism and saved us completely from all sins by taking the penalty for sins on the cross. 
If some of you are still sinners and do not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, your heart will be enslaved by your many sins and be in agony because of them. You will live in pain, waiting to be condemned for your sins in 10, 20, or 30 years' time. Because of his great love for us, we are grateful that we believe in the salvation of the Lord who took away our sins once and for all through baptism. Sadly, many people still do not know that Jesus took the sins of the world upon his body of sacrifice through the baptism he received from John the Baptist. Only you and I believe in this gospel of the water and the Spirit. For this reason, you should be extremely thankful to God. Some people are proud of their life of faith, when in fact they do not know anything about the gospel of the water and the Spirit. Others would argue about the gospel of the water and the Spirit. Still, some will deny the role of John the Baptist as a high priest. By doing this, they try not to believe in the gospel of the water and the Spirit which the Lord perfected. In the New Testament, Jesus was depicted as the everlasting high priest from heaven. John the Baptist was the greatest man on the earth, and on behalf of all humankind, he played a role of a high priest who could pass the sins of the world to Jesus through baptism. Sometimes I get angry with these ignorant people. When people with absolutely no idea on the gospel of the water and the spirit ignore the role of John the Baptist, I become very annoyed. The reality is, they are totally ignorant of the ministry of John the Baptist who baptized Jesus, but nevertheless they keep refusing the gospel of the water and the spirit. In a broader sense, they are ignoring the work of salvation that the Lord has fulfilled. For this reason, I think we should provide them with a more detailed account on the gospel of the water and the spirit. And I have been putting all of my efforts in sharing the gospel of the water and the spirit with as many people as I can. Our books on evangelism are proof of our progress. We have published many books that introduce the gospel of the water and the spirit from many different perspectives. I try to answer all the possible questions in those books. Each book is for certain readers and has answers that are specific to that group of readers. I always thought, people with questions on this may say things like this. People who studied theology would wonder about this. Stubborn people will never give up. People who are emotional will also not believe. People with the knowledge of the gospel of the water and the spirit, but without the genuine faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit, would refute like this. Therefore, I considered every possible question and answered them in the books. They may not understand the books 100%, but I did my best in explaining it in detail so that they can receive salvation. Our brother's children should also believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit with proper knowledge. By now you should have become believers of God's word, which you have been listening to in the church of God. In other words, you should by now believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit among many other words of God. Now that you know and believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, you are ready to share the gospel of the water and the spirit with other people as evangelists. You should not waver at people's words or at your own carnal thoughts as if you did not believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Our faith and salvation should be based on the gospel of the water and the spirit. Then how can we get the most fundamental faith that God wants from us? It is through the knowledge and faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit.
You remember how God called Noah a perfect man in his generations. Genesis chapter 6 verse 9. So God also calls us perfect people in our generations. We are entitled to be called so because we believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit and received salvation from all our sins. Our faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit can be approved by God. Those who believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit have the fundamental faith for salvation. And because of this, we become qualified workers of God. On the other hand, those who do not have such fundamental faith cannot become God's workmen. As long as we have this steadfast faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit, we can work for God. Those who do not have the fundamental faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit can't do God's work or follow God's servants. God waits until we have the faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Those who can't follow the Lord do not have the faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Our hearts should be properly equipped with the gospel of the water and the spirit. Whether we have such strong faith matters the most. There are many children that belong to our full-time workers in this church of God. They have been listening to the gospel of the water and the spirit many times. So, for them to have faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit is very important. If we don't have faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit, which the Lord approves, our hearts will eventually turn to the world. Then they will start holding grudges against their parents who live and work as servants of God in the church. They may resent this situation and say, It's only my parents that believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit. Why do you treat me as if I were one of them? Children of ministry workers turn out this way because they do not have the fundamental faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit in their hearts. For this reason, they should lay their foundation of faith firmly by believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit, which saves them from sins. When they know and believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit properly, they will understand why their parents are living for God. Then they will also learn about the hardships their parents had gone through and are going through to participate in the glory of God and then join with their parents. They can then fully understand their parents from their hearts. I am hoping they will all turn out to be genuine believers of the gospel of the water and the spirit. Dear fellow saints, how can you be okay with not having the fundamental faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit? which is the truth that brings salvation. Some people hear the word of God all the time, but they never come to believe it from their hearts. They understand the gospel in their heads only, but do not have believing hearts. You should have become true believers by now. The only reason why I am yelling at you is that I want to lead you to the Lord by faith in the gospel of the water and the spirit, which is the word of the Lord. I am about to criticize lame theologians and novice translators of the Bible. Some people are proud of themselves for translating the Bible, but are they really doing a good job? For example, I want to ask them how they would have translated Exodus chapter 3 verse 5. Then he said, Do not draw near this place. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. Some translators will say, we shouldn't translate this verse in any way. Then how should we translate this verse? 
They would argue that God said so because people in those days used to wear sandals in the desert and had dirty feet all the time. But now the world has changed and the passage should be translated accordingly. Then I would say to them, You believe translation should change as time passes, but I disagree. I believe there is no change in God's will. I believe people who meet the Lord must leave their old ways and stand before the Lord open and naked. This is because the way the Lord leads us is not the same as humans lead. Only those who comprehend and understand the gospel of the water and the spirit, which is from God, can interpret God's will. What Jehovah God told Moses in Exodus chapter 3 verse 5 should be translated like this. What God meant was to leave your old ways. Taking off sandals means to get rid of the old lifestyle and thoughts, not just mere sandals. What difference does it make whether he was wearing sandals or shoes? Would God have said, take off your shoes, if he had been wearing shoes instead? I am not trying to sound smart, but I want you to know that the God I trust and his word is the truth. I strongly believe that the gospel of the water and the spirit is the truth. Since I believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit, I can confidently preach it to you. Although Moses believed in God, he still had carnal thoughts until he met the Lord on Mount Horeb. Ever since that day, Moses trusted in God's word. That is why God told Moses, Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you stand is holy ground. Exodus chapter 3 verse 5 Up to that point, Moses had faith in Jehovah God based on what he had learned and heard from his mother. However, he still lived according to his carnal thoughts. This is why God told him to leave his old lifestyle. I was once living according to my carnal thoughts. But when I met the Lord and became truly born again, I realized I had not been following the word of God. Now we are sharing the gospel with the whole world, because humankind will not receive salvation without hearing the gospel of the water and the Spirit. How can we preach to everyone on earth? As long as we follow the word of the Lord as we preach, the whole world will eventually hear the gospel. Is the gospel of the water and the Spirit being spread to the whole world, or is it not? If many people refuse to believe in the gospel of the water and the Spirit, should we change God's will? We should be preaching the gospel of the water and the spirit in any shape or form to the whole world. I truly believe in God. I believe God's will is always done in time. This is why we can walk tall. We are indeed preaching to the whole world. Regardless of our situations, we can still preach the gospel of the water and the spirit thanks to God. If you stay in the church of God, you will experience his grace. When we stay in the church of God, we will hear the word of God frequently. However, you should ask yourself whether you truly believe in God's righteousness. You need to seriously ask yourself if you are indeed standing firm on the word of God. Jesus Christ laid the foundation for salvation and told us to believe in it. Then do you really believe in the salvation that the Lord gives? Is your heart steadfast in the gospel of the water and the spirit? You also need to examine your faith whether you firmly believe it or not. We should lead a life of faith with no doubts whatsoever in our hearts. As far as God's blessings go, 
we should have faith in the word of God to receive such blessings. Just because you believe in God, you don't get to claim all of God's blessings. Our wisdom and knowledge are very limited. Our efforts are always lacking. Our thoughts may seem right at the beginning, but turn out to be wrong later. If we let our thoughts guide us, we will end up leaving God's will. Therefore, we should listen to the word of God and God's servants since we don't know our wrongdoings when we are led by our thoughts. If you try to do so later, then it will be too late. Even if you want to turn away from the wrong path, you won't be able to. Today, a pastor's wife from a different church shared her testimony with us and she is truly blessed by God. According to her, she received the remission of sins when she heard the gospel of the water and the spirit, otherwise she could have gone to hell. She said she believed in the gospel of the water and the spirit as soon as she heard it. Then when she attended the revival conference and listened to sermons on the gospel of the water and the spirit, her faith became more solid. She has now become a believer of the gospel of the water and the spirit and has decided to join herself with the church of God. It may sound so simple, but until she was saved, she had suffered many hardships in the world. All sinners should have their sins washed away by the gospel of the water and the spirit. Washing their sins away and becoming clean is not a religious act. By believing in the gospel of the water and the spirit, the cleansing of their hearts should be etched in their hearts. The word of God should touch your hearts in a real way. The Lord says he dwells within us. The word of Jesus should be our spiritual bread for our life and salvation. We should live by faith believing in the word of God. We should stand firm on the gospel of the water and the spirit. Whenever you hear the gospel of the water and the spirit, you should accept it humbly into your heart. Such faith in the word of God will deliver you from the condemnation of sins. The word of God will bring remission of sins and everlasting life. The word of God leads your life and mine. The word of God guides the church of God. If you don't believe in the word of God from the heart, God cannot guide you. God wants to guide you, but you will be abandoned when you choose to go on your way without God. If you don't receive guidance from God, you will end up leading your own life. Then in the end, you will become subject to the devil whether you like it or not. Therefore, we should become submissive to the word of God and the gospel of the water and the spirit. Are you following me? Do not believe blindly. Ask and think in your heart why you should believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit before you believe in it. Genuine faith is not just understanding the gospel of the water and the spirit with your head, but accepting it into your heart. True faith is built on the foundation of God's word. When we believe in the gospel of the water and the spirit based on the word of God, we will never fail. Anyone who does not believe in the word of God is ignorant. When we hear the word of God and stand on it, God will give us the grace of salvation and blessings. Our children should also receive salvation from all their sins by believing in the word of God from their hearts. When servants of God deliver the word of God, you should check whether it is true to the Bible. If it is true, put your faith in the word of God. When you believe, the word of God becomes personal. Then you will be able to leave that sinful life. 
If you find yourself falling away, you should listen to the word of God more often to strengthen your faith. Then you can become a man of faith before God. You will then become God's precious people that he loves, blesses, and entrusts his mission with. Through you, other people will be blessed. I hope you will all become men of God by believing in the word of God. I want you to pray to God for such faith. This is the end of my sermon.